Good morning, the Arch. Yes, sir. I got I got some info on a flamethrower. <laughs> yes. And on that possibly illegal note, it is time to start the show. Uh, welcome to Boozy Brunch. This is our podcast where we get to just uh, reflect, number one, on the week of shows. We'll play some of our favorite clips from the show. Uh, we're on the arch every weekday morning, five to nine, but also a little freer. Th- this talk is not governed by the FCC. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Also, it is called Boozy Brunch. And that was from this very morning when it became apparent at five. 18 in the morning that Stacy has good ideas has terrible ideas amazing ideas I bet my neighbors might disagree with me and but wants a, and wants I a, agree with me wants a flamethrower why it's a good reason to melt ice during this winter season and uh, surprisingly people re- responded in force they are good friends. Before the sun even rose, a producer Bryce said, I bet someone in St. Louis has a flamethrower. <laughs> bet? Well, the answer was yes. Good morning, the arch. Yes, sir. I got I got some info on a flamethrower. <laughs> yes! I mean, I never my thought my favorite call ever. I never thought that I would hear that sentence as part of my professional job, but this <laughs> makes me very delighted. Go on. It, it, it is legal to all. They're about Four, five, six hundred dollars, but there's a store off of 70 called, I can't say the last word, it's Tactical. Oh, I've seen that store. Tactical stuff. Oh my God, we drove by that store when we were delivering a paycheck last year. I did, and this is a very specific store for people who know exactly what they're interested in. I bet they have so much fun stuff in there. All right, we're going to go to Tactical Stuff and get Stacy a a flamethrower. Have a good day, guys. Hey, Thank thanks, you very man. much. Bye. Yes, bye. Okay, so this started when I told you I've been using my salt shaker grinder on my front porch because I don't have actual real salt to melt the snow and ice. Yeah, how much of your porch did you cover with your Costco <laughs> Himalayan salt grinder? Well, not a lot. I ran out. Shocker. Then I, then I grabbed... Amanda's Epsom salt, and that's how we finished uh, that's it. That's expensive stuff. You countered with, well, why don't we just get flamethrowers instead of going with ice? I mean, tell me it's a bad idea. Well, I'm just honestly <laughs> blown away. How are we getting multiple calls about flamethrowers? I don't know, but this is making my day. Good morning. Good morning. What Stacy wants is called a garden torch. <laughs> yes! Context yes, and submit. I do want a garden no, torch. No, officer, this isn't a flamethrower. It's a garden no, torch. No, it is. It really, really, for real. I work for a big box company uh-huh. um, that does home improvement, the Blue Store. <laughs> and <laughs> we sell them, and it's called a garden torch. You do hook it to a propane tank, and in the summertime, you use it to kill weeds, to get rid of brush, you know, obviously away from the house because you don't want to set the house on fire. Um, Good advice. In the wintertime, you use it on your driveway to melt the ice and snow. Oh, okay. So we've already heard uh, from someone who says we can go to like basically a tactical store and spend like 600 bucks on a flamethrower. How much money are we talking about for a garden torch? Uh, it's about $40. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Garden torch. This is magnificent. Can I, can I wear two? I well. Um, you mean like have one in each hand, like a yeah. like a cowgirl? Yes. I don't recommend to. <laughs> you also have to know that Stacy owns what I call a murder suit, which is like a, <laughs> a full coverall onesie, but it's like bright surgical white. It comes with a hood and booties. It looks like what Dexter, a serial killer, would wear cleaning up a crime scene. 
She says that she bought that to deal with weed so she wouldn't get like poison I oak don't on want her. Poison oak. Now I'm imagining her in the murder suit <laughs> holding flamethrowers in each hand. You and me both. We're her, imagining the same thing. Her neighbors shutting the blinds. As long as you don't make a list, uh, <laughs> it's only hearsay. Uh, and no one can testify against you. Once you make a list, it becomes evidence. So um, I just. I heard this from a friend. I was going to say, not going to ask how you knew that, but thank you so much for the information. Uh, Uh, Thanks for being our little bird. You're welcome. Have a great day. You You too. too. Bye-bye. So uh, you might add arson to your to-do list this weekend. I'm going to point it away from the house. Uh, Two things about this. Number one, I guess I should have realized this about you a long time ago when you were obsessing over power tools, but you seem to have an affinity... (laughs) For things you don't need that can drastically alter an object in front of you. Like you were obsessed with power tools. You wanted every single electric saw you could possibly get your hands on without needing any project. But I don't have them because I'm a responsible adult. I don't have a table saw. No, but what do you have? Other stuff. Other saws. (laughs) How many times have you used your saws? Mm, Like five. Five times in a year and a half? Eh, it's not so bad. But my fiance used my entire power tool kit when he came out and fixed this crazy weird window that was in the middle of my living room wall. Right. So he used them too. Secondly, uh, the mm-hmm. reason we were talking about this, I think we mentioned it in that call, was that I have been using table salt on my front porch and Epsom salt on my back porch because I just have not been able to remember to pull the trigger mm-hmm. on ice for snow. I could pull a trigger on a flamethrower. <laughs> you don't even know how they work yet. Are- some of them have push button igniters. So you've been doing some research. And some of them, I'm guessing you t- knob on the front to open it up, but I don't really know. Have you ever used anything similar? Have you ever used one of those little like propane or uh, butane like a- blow torches or anything? Nope. You're just jumping right in. Yeah. How's- how serious are you? Because the voice you're using right now sounds a little bit just like fan land. 68% serious. That's pretty close. I mean, shoveling my socks. Just going, just going down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I bet my neighbors would be horrified, but then want to borrow it. You'd feel like Mad Max or something. It would be pretty sick. I have the outfit already. Just so, kidding. <laughs> another guy called. Or am I? And he said that you could also drill holes in like the side of it to make it shoot like six feet long. I don't even know why I'm talking about this with caution. I fuck it, just do. I well, he I take was talking back. about the garden it. torch. Yeah, that you can make that. A bigger flamethrower well, than it is. You're not going to spend $600 on a flamethrower at a tactical store. That's very store, true. That's but very if you true. can get a $40 garden, <laughs> was it garden torch and modify it. How much is propane, it. do you think? Not a lot. I wonder how much propane, like how much flame one can of propane. A lot. Because you yeah? can get the propane tank like, a, I think it's like 50 bucks for the first one. The It's like the bar for barbecue. Oh, the big one? I was picturing a small one, like the ones that you screw into the side of the camping stove. Yeah. Well, those definitely will go by way quicker. So what, I'm supposed to wear a giant propane tank on my back? Or get a long-ass tube. Like, you just set the propane tank at the top of your driveway and then walk down with it connected. Huh. I mean, you have a a barbecue grill. Do you have a propane tank? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's your starting tank. Multi-purpose. 
Now all you need is the tube and the flamethrower. Now that you put it that way, it does seem safer than wearing the propane tank. <laughs> like one of those vacuum cleaners? Yes, or that's a ghost what I was picturing. No, exactly. Those, those shits are heavy when they're full. Yeah. I, that I, would not be fun. No. But your fiance is visiting this weekend. Let's say what it is tomorrow. Thank God. Yeah, you have only been talking about it every hour of every waking day. I miss him. You don't understand. You live I with your fiance. I do understand because you tell me every day. At least I don't try and salt my porch with fucking Epsom salt. It worked. You walked up my front steps and didn't fall and break your ass. That's very true. I actually noticed that when I was leaving your house last night after the aquarium. I was like, Jonah's so sweet. He salted his front steps, like probably for the mailman and anyone who might need to come up his steps, but didn't worry so much about the back porch where that you use. <laughs> like, I thought that was very thoughtful. I It's also easier to do the front because oh. the, the stone, like you can scrape easier mm-hmm. and the salt works easier. My back porch is wood. And I was telling you, I was trying to do the shovel and every time I would <laughs> hit a nail that wasn't perfectly Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hate it the feeling through oh. the shovel into my hands. I wonder if there's like a salt shooter, like my flamethrower, but for salt. Oh, I'm sure. Well, at least you can use like one of those like wheelbarrows that has a... Yeah, but you're not going to... You can't take that like down your icy ramp. They oh, all, you don't have the ramp anymore. Oh, yeah, actually, but they, they have it for seeds. Like yes, miracle Grow has... Yes, I have one. <laughs> I a, forgot. A f- 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 seed sprayer? Yes, but it's, it's one like that handheld. you hold yeah, and, mm-hmm, like, and you sh- crank yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. There you go. Do you want to borrow that for salt? I don't know if salt would fit through the holes, but I can. you can try it. I'd try it. I also. And then when just... I try and seed my grass, I just kill everything because it's got salt in it. <laughs> Literally salting the land. <laughs> salt of the earth right here. Uh, that <laughs> uh, I would also just be fine you know, picking it up in my hand and flinging hmm because that would involve not spending money on something i don't need right but Miss i mean thrower. i've used salt before and it's you you don't want to pick it up you're with also your right. i'm also you're this is coming from someone who doesn't need, i've been literally using table salt and epsom salt for two winters here we have yeah, never you certainly owned. want some sort of vessel that you can like I'm right. like a t-shirt cannon but for salt don't they have like salt bug you, spray I shooters sw- you look you like look for fun ways to spend money what is wrong with that sentence? Yeah, I guess I used the wrong word. You look for ridiculous ways to spend money. So, just kidding. I'm, I'm, just I'm telling you that you're not going to want to stick your hand into a bag of rock salt over and over again. It's going to cut under your nails, and then you're going to get salt in it. You need... Okay. And you're going to be doing... Let me it. try first. Okay. I don't have a lot of area. I don't fucking... I don't know. I'm a, I'm a new person. Let me let me get in this... Let me dip my toes in the I in thought the you were asking for advice. I... No. Because you, <laughs> you have brought tra- it up. You're the one who uses a s- table salt grinder. Yes, very well. That's not true. Like, <laughs> you can say it as much as you want, but it's that's I not the way sh- to do it. Just because you have an idea what I should do doesn't mean I was asking for help. Okay. Geez, sorry. Table salt. Now, you're going to make me be stubborn and go back to table salt. Go ahead. It's just too expensive. Uh, so the su- we need to get to the aquarium still. Do you need a hug? Do you need to eat? I'm just saying I didn't ask for help. <laughs> okay. This is woman-splaining over there. Here's what you need to do. Poor buddy. I'm sorry you had to endure that. You know what? As a man, I, I don't know. As Please a- go on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to think of another subject that I, I don't have personal experience with. 
So you have so, so can, many to choose so from. So I can tell you about it. Uh, so we'll get to the aquarium because we got to go there after hours because we are volunteering there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we learned several things, including why mini horses are allowed inside. Uh, but also, big game back on Sunday. The Super Bowl went down and mm-hmm. your mom was a giant, well, still is a giant Niners fan. Yes. You asked her to leave you voicemails to give you updates on the game because you don't have cable and you don't give a shit. Those two things are true. Your poor mother, the oh arc of God. emotion that she she put so much passion into this, and she left yeah. you what? How many voicemails? 16. 16 voicemails. <laughs> but let me tell you that seven of them were in the first quarter. Oh, when so things are going like, good for oh her. Oh my God, this is going to be a long game. Uh, so this was how the Super Bowl went according to Stacy's mom's voicemails. Oh my God, the game's only barely started. We're just in three minutes, and... We're doing scary good. It makes me nervous. <laughs> Still the first quarter, they stopped us from getting a, a touchdown, but we got a field goal. We're the first ones to score. Keep your fingers crossed. Oh, my God. We stopped them from a touchdown a yard from the goal line, but they got the first down, which means they're less than a yard from the goal line, and they have four downs to go. Can we stop them? Uh, no, we can't. It was run in by their quarterback. I'm not happy, but it's only the first quarter. So, okay. Keep fingers crossed some more. Ooh, touchdown! <laughs> okay, all we have to do is make the extra kick, and it's a tied game, and there's still five minutes left in the second quarter. Yay! Go Niners! Six minutes left in the game. The Chiefs just made a touchdown. Niners are ahead by three points. And if their defense isn't A1 on top of it, the Chiefs could win this game in the next six minutes. So, uh, not good. There's a minute and 12 seconds left in the game, and the fat lady is singing. We couldn't make another score. The score is now... We have 20. They have 31. Life is no longer worth living. Unbelievable. 57 seconds left in the game. Garoppolo throws a long one. There was hope for a touchdown, but it was intercepted by the Chiefs. And now there's no hope. Okay, sweetie. Love you. The absolute dejection by the end mm, of the game. My poor mom. I to felt hear, bad for her. To hear a, a licensed clinical social worker say there is no longer reasons to live. That was surprising. She's not, I mean, that was dark even for her. She is not usually like that. I was very surprised. Your fiance is a giant football fan. I know his Steelers have, Steelers. have won a lot of Super Bowls. Where would he be if they lost? But do you emotionally, do you think? I think he'd be pretty sad for the day, and then he'd slowly recover. He's he bounces back pretty well. I I can't. I mean, we talked to her about this. Also, I can't. It's hard. I don't know if it's true. I said I was about to say I, it's so hard to imagine putting so much stock into a team. But I don't think that is true. Because if you if you grew up with a team as your mom did, you said you were mm-hmm. scarred. 
from yes. football because of how passionate your mom was growing up that maybe that went into you not paying as much attention to sports. My mom would stand up and scream at the TV. And sometimes it was in support, like, go, go, go. And sometimes it was because, you know, they were playing poorly. But either way, it sounded horrible. And I... I would be like, why is everybody yelling? Can't we just watch the men in the outfits throw the ball? Yeah. So yesterday we went to the St. Louis Aquarium for our very first volunteer orientation. Mm -hmm. This has been a... uh, an emotional roller coaster. It really for Jonah. has. It really has. We both applied to be volunteers at the aquarium, and Stacy heard back, and I heard crickets, and then uh, she called back again, and still I was waiting and waiting and waiting and. Then I got told I got invited to a volunteer orientation, and I was like, "Hey, Jonah, <laughs> have you heard?" <laughs> like the. What what do they call it? The what the eleventh hour? Mm-hmm. I get a I get a email welcoming me, me into the fold, and automatically my uh, dramatic crybaby attitude miraculously evaporated, and all of a sudden well, I was going low again. Wow! So we went yesterday, and number one, way past our bedtimes. When I saw the hours, five thirty to eight, I said, "What the fuck is going?" on? I Actually, go- I felt bad because I had to break it to you. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, so five thirty to six thirty. Five thirty to six thirty, and and I had talked about like getting food afterward and being like, that's way too late to eat dinner. And you thought I was crazy, and you're well, like, it's over at six thirty. I'm like, actually, it goes till eight. And you and I were like, this is gonna be late for us. God, I have never. I felt like I was back in school, like in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did. They did find ways to. I mean, they felt you needed the time because the, one of the coolest things about it, well, not the coolest thing about it, was that we got to get a personal tour of the aquarium after hours. It's so neat. And so many of the exhibits were still going on. So, like the touch tanks and. And I don't know if you know this, but I have an affinity for aquariums. I do not know that because. I know that you hate all things seafood, and you don't even like going into the ocean. So I would. Oh, is it because you're an insignificant piece of dust, and you are at the mercy of the ocean, and you have no control over anything, and that's it for you if anything happens? I mean, you tell me. That is why. No, but I love aquariums because um, I was a single mom, and I worked three jobs, and I was going to school, and I like hardly ever got to see my kid, and so on rare occasions I would pull him out of school like if I had part of the day off because I never got like the whole day off I would pull him out of school and we would drive to San Francisco and go to the Steinhardt Aquarium oh damn and we would and this was like he had this teacher in second grade who I'm sorry was terrible she was terrible she gave out like a summary of what the year was going to be like and told us when the homework was going to be and I full on accused my kid of lying when I was like hey it says here that you have homework and he was like no she said we don't have to do it and I'm like okay you do have to do it and he's like she said we don't and I'm like come on and so then the next day I go and talk to his teacher and she's like you know what I'm pregnant I'm not into it I didn't want to do the work and I was like we're going to the aquarium and I took him out of school because it's like this this is terrible. Those have those are some of the most fun times. We had so much fun. And there's one a picture that I love, and he's leaned over one of the touch pools and he's holding um what are they called? Like not a sea star, but just like a starfish. And like the cute smile he's like seven. The smile on his face 
is the best thing ever. I could. I am not a squeamish person, but I could not take that first touch tank yesterday. The little, the little fish, the little pedicure fish. They're yeah. like these little tadpole fish that love to eat like the dead skin off your whatevers. But the they swarm, and I don't know if it's because like leeches freak me out, and it kind of felt. Leeches are scary AF. They just swarm on your finger and they're like, I squealed. I've never squealed before. Yeah, you did. And the like octogenarians next to me were like, oh, is this where this is so lovely? Oh, tickle, tickle, tickle. I stuck my finger in the water. It was just like, yes, that is a good description. And they were all nibble, nibble, nibble. I was like, hee. I can't. Who gave me the willies? I didn't want to leave my hand in there though. What a gorgeous place. And like that. Just when you walk in and they have like this giant LED screen on the curved mm-hmm. ceiling that spills over into the wall. They have like a simul- uh, the virtual reality, basically a simulated train ride just to start. All that technology they were throwing at it. It's amazing. We only have to do like nine more uh, orientation sessions before they'll let us be volunteers four hours yeah, a month. Yeah, it's tomorrow at 745. I haven't <sighs> signed up yet nope. because I don't, I'm a, f- we have um, an event and we have to, it starts at 10. Oh, we have if to, that's your only issue, you are definitely going to make it. Are you sure? It's an hour. You'll be done at the aquarium at 845. We don't, that's an hour to get to the 270, 6440 inter, like crossover. It's, yeah, it's 20 minute drive maximum. Yeah. Totally. Okay. I'm just more worried about getting up at six in the stupid morning on a Saturday. Do you want me to call you? That's sleeping in for you. No, I just might not do it. I don't know. I might wait. I might wait for a nice afternoon session. Although they probably don't do those because that's when they're busy. Man, right. why does helping people have to be so hard? Why do you have to suffer? What the hell? <laughs> it's so hard being me. All I want to do is hang out next to the otters for free. Sorry, my boyfriend just texted me. I saw. I saw the words "rough night," and so I was um, worried. But it's a joke. And he said, "Are you ready for?" <laughs> like he has to ask. Do you hear yourself say boyfriend or you just don't think about it? I, or do you not care? I don't care. So I, just like, won't, I won't bring it up again. Like we are engaged. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing about it is that, okay, so this is a total derailment if you're okay with it. This is a show of derailments. Okay. So um, I asked my boyfriend to marry me. Yeah, we and, talked about this at length. And one of the reasons that... I was so nervous about it and why I thought about it for so long is because in doing that, I was giving up being proposed to. Yes. And I thought I was giving up having an engagement ring. Like, I just I just thought, well, I'm asking, so I got him one. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just get a wedding ring when we get married. Dude, that's why I bought my own engagement ring. Well, he, <laughs> I was like, I'll take care of that for myself. I asked him and he said yes. And he immediate was like, immediately was like let's get you a ring and I was like what I get a ring too this is so great so when I was in California I did look at some rings and I found one that I really liked um, but I was only visiting and time was up and it was Christmas time so the jeweler like they don't have you don't just go into a fancy jewelry store and be like I want this ring and they're like okay we have it in your size here you go that's why I said the most unrealistic part of that Christmas 
Hallmark movie I watched about a ghost that comes back every Christmas <laughs> was that another fiance in the movie was buying the ring the day he was proposing to his yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, that's bullshit. Said, that is fuck? so crazy. I will watch a ghost come back to life until he finds true love a hundred times before I'll believe that this it's man more is more realistic. Walking in and out same day with a right. perfectly sized ring with the diamond he wants. So I had no idea. I've never done this before. I had no idea, but it takes like weeks, if yeah. not months, to get what you order, and I still don't quite understand it because. I don't want to buy a ring that I haven't tried on. You know, like I tried on a ring in California and it actually fit and I liked the design. But then, so I come back to St. Louis and there's um, Diamonds Direct and I went in there and I wanted to be like, hey, can you, do you have a ring like this? And so that process, since my fiance is not here has been at a standstill because he doesn't want me to know the price of anything. So I can only do so much research. And so the ring portion has been, what is the word that I want? Delayed, I guess. So so to me, it seems Until like, you got that ring on your finger, you'll easily slip boyfriend. Yes. Man. Yep. Oh, God. If you know what I mean. Fuck? And I think you do. Nope. Walked right into that one. <laughs> so I'm very excited for you to see him. Thank you. I'm super excited too. It's gross how much I miss him. Yeah. I know. Yeah, for, yeah that's a good that's an accurate description. I can I take this time to apologize for Go on. All of the gross PDA that we do. Sure. Like, I mean, it's about a yearly apology you do. If it were, you're about due for another if one. I had Your to renewal watch apology. It, I wouldn't want to hang out around us, but I just love him so much, and he's so affectionate, and I never want to turn that away. You know, when it yeah, comes God from forbid him. you uh, teach someone social etiquette. He, yeah, no, he's nah. I mean, it was over before it began. I don't know how you don't remember this, but I feel like every two years I remind you by showing you those photos from the <laughs> yeah. company Christmas yeah. party. That was ridiculous. Where you guys were just making out for 10 straight minutes at the table filled with Look, everybody else. I thought I was going to be single for my whole life. And then this guy comes along and is the best thing ever. And that was February and you met him in October. And It, it was an immediate connection. I, yeah, you connected a few parts. But not for like a couple weeks. Wow. You're telling me. Am Amanda and I had a had the most, tr like, I don't even know if you use the word traditional, but like, we, date we dated for a while mm -hmm. before we decided to take things to the next step. Well, Joe and I, I dated. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. What? Nothing. What the fuck? I was going to say we had a lot of dates in a short amount of time, but it wasn't like a lot of actual dates. You spent a lot of time with each other very in close succession? Yeah. And we were kind of inseparable immediately. Mm -hmm. It was like Halloween night, and then we just Facebooked back and forth for a little bit. I didn't give him my number right away because I was super protective of it. HTG, hard yeah. to get. And then I gave him my number, and then we started texting, and then we started did going on dates. Did he ask for your number? Do you remember, or did you he say He like, did. So what, He's so cute. Do you remember what he said? Uh, no, I don't, but it was basically like, hey, how about if I get your phone number and blah, 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 and I was like, sure. Ooh. Yeah, so it was, 
It was really sweet, but it was just in a time. And what is this to say? I don't. I'm just thinking about him. Oh, just, I just like him. I just wanted to tell you that little <laughs> anecdote. I uh, uh, have. I mean, I, uh, I was about to say, do you have any serious plans? I guess you do. Talking about the wedding because it seems like one of the th- the side effects of not seeing him that often is every time that you do see him, there's a, almost like a project. Like last time, it was a lot of paint. Not last time, but a while ago, it was a whole bunch of painting. Yeah. And then the next time, it was yeah, covering up that window that's in your living room. Right. And now we're talking be honest, about weddings. He does all the work. Like, I try to help, but I really kind of just get in his way. He's super handy, which is... Uh, so then to uh, this week, how long is he? Saturday through Sunday? Monday. Ooh. Doing some wedding planning, probably. Probably. The thing is, I don't want to, like, bombard him because I have... This is going to be the first time I've seen him since we've been engaged. I mean, I hate to break it to you, but he's probably also excited to talk about it. Probably. Yeah. I hope so. That's It's, it's, like, a two, it's like a two-way straight. Mm-hmm. It is a two-way like straight. Yeah. Yeah, it is like, like a Like, he gives take. me a lot of input, and then I take that input. <laughs> the magnification <laughs> with headphones for all this shit. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. Come on. That was pretty funny. <laughs> so we'll wrap her up then, or... Anything else you want to cover from the week? <laughs> nope. Uh, if you want to listen to Stacy, uh, have to use the words Heine, Diaper, Skinner, Mamacita, and Protrusion in her drive through order for paying up on a sucked. bet. Uh, that's on our website, 1065thearch.com. <sighs> Click on Stacy and Jonah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's about all I had to say. You made a fun. Um, you made a fun song with your MRI sounds and Cindy Lauper. That was a good time. We can listen to that real quick. We can end on that. All right. How about that? So where I went, I had an MRI on Wednesday. You could listen to music in the MRI, and they said we have FM stations. What do you want? I said, well, a shameless plug. One hundred six five The Arch, please. I love that station. It's the best station. One hundred six five The Arch. MRI <laughs> machines, by the way, sound like this. <laughs> yeah. They sound like the chorus to what the fox says. It sounds like that shit. So then Cindy Lauper comes on in my headphones while it's going all crazy and it perfectly matched up and said so this was this was the end result. All right, I got to stop playing that before we get in trouble. Yes, please don't get in trouble. That was like five seconds. I think that's legal. All right, uh, well, we'll see you tomorrow. We are at work. Can't we talk. We are. I had a stroke just now. And speaking of health, we are going to be at Mobab tomorrow for their it's heart fair. It's the heart fair. fair. Mm-hmm. But I, do you have, no, you have. Are you talking about strokes? <laughs> you had another stroke. Do you smell toast? Strokes are in your brain though, right? I think so, but I think it's from... Oh, but you can find out your stroke risk tomorrow. That's important. That's scary. Hi! Uh-oh. Speaking of scary... Well, I guess we're not done yet. Let's keep going. Well, that that was the scariest part. Of, so I had the MRI because I have MS, and you got to check your brain every six months or a year to make sure like nothing's progressing. Uh, clean bill as far as progression. Yay, so that's so great. I'm in a good spot. Very lucky. But they didn't know really what was happening the first when I went into the emergency room two years ago with my first symptoms and one of the things they were wondering about was a stroke Mm -hmm. 
And so I didn't know if it could happen again. So like for the first two hours laying in the hospital bed, like get, waiting for results, I was like, huh, I could probably die at any second. And I was like, what is a stroke? I was ready. I was ready for a stroke to just turn the lights off for about an hour. That was, that was weird. That's so scary. That was, hey, what a wonderful <laughs> note to can, end the podcast on. Well, can we talk about your MS a little bit more? Because you want, sure. I know that it's not funny, but I do remember the, like, one or two days before you went into the hospital and realized and got the diagnosis, we bring it up. <laughs> right. Okay. So it, MS presents itself in a lot of different ways. Uh, some people have a difficulty with balance or walking, mm-hmm. a lot of tingle sensation. So the way it presented for me was I was feeling like pins and needles kind of in my arm and then it moved down to be in my hand. So like my whole right arm and hand right. were tingly and we we thought that jonah's shirt was too tight and cutting off circulation and i had had minor tingles in the past and i always read attributed right. it to like and the, he was going through a schmedium shirt phase <laughs> and it's not like the the part of the t-shirt over the bicep it's like the shoulder seam like that gets up in the armpit up in the armpit which is like that seems like a major vein in there yes and so we'll, i was like oh i'm pinching a major vein and so i remember being in the garage and like checking the back of your shirt and being like, it doesn't seem that tight. Right. So the next morning when I woke up and uh, my foot was completely numb on the right side, I was like, oh, I should probably check this out in 24 hours. So then I went to work, Mm -hmm. did everything regular night and Amanda's mom was visiting and between them they said what the fuck we're going to the hospital, Mm -hmm. went to the emergency room and apparently that is a sign of a stroke. And uh, I, yeah. if you've never hushed an emergency room by reading your symptoms off to a doctor, it is quite the experience. Yeah, I remember, Jonah, you told me that um, you went in and you were like, yeah, I have, this is tingly. My right side's numb. <laughs> and all the doctors were like, hey, buddy, why don't you have a seat? All the nurses stopped talking. They all turned around to look and listen. I was like, ooh, an audience. Within seven seconds, they wheeled out a wheelchair. Like, let's take you in the back. I said, oh, there's a whole line. I get the I feel so special. Fast pass. Oh, it's because they thought I was on the verge of dying at any second. Yep. So, so I'm, I'm glad here. you're here. I'm very glad. I'm very glad also, and I'm also very glad at how uh, light everything has been. And as far as people who have MS, I... I to say that I'm lucky is is an understatement. So it's been uh, yeah. very fortunate so far. I remember where I was when you called me and told me, and I was like, ah, "It's one of those things that you remember." Ooh, I rem- well, I am assuming I was in a hospital bed. Where were you? I was in line to get my oil changed at Jiffy Lube. Were you in your car? Or out? Yeah, I was in my car. And what did I say? Hey, heads heads up! Just I just wanted to let you know. Just caught a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's a big one. How do you, I I mean, you did. Yeah, what do you say back to that? Oh, no. No. What? I was like, oh my gosh, is there anything I can do to help? Because you don't want to be like, oh my God, that what? Like, that's messed up. You can't do that to someone. No, probably not. And the thing is that, like, you you are lucky with it. Oh, yeah, God. there if this medication that I'm on wor- works the way it's supposed to work, I should just be normal the rest forever, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Yep. I just died a few years early, that's all. I had to bring it down at the end, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to. Force a habit for some reason. Coming soon, Stacy and Jonah Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> Stacy. <laughs> now, only a few years. So we're talking like 85 instead of 89. That, that I can deal with. On average.
but who knows? Not us. All right, so uh, we'll be at MoBab tomorrow. We'd love to you see might. you. We'll be there from 10 to noon. Slide down your salted steps. You know what? Anything could happen. <laughs> Seriously. I don't want you bringing up sliding in any within 10 minutes of talking about your new your visitor, so we're going to end. <laughs> okay. See you later. See you later.